Whether we're talking about the fear of failure or anything else holding you back, confidence is the key to unleashing your power. Welcome to Confident with me, Sherry West, and my fearless daughter, Olivia. Join our conversations with fierce female leaders and explore how you can become more confident. Welcome to episode eight, Question with Curiosity, sponsored by New Renew Brand Marketing. Welcome, welcome everyone. Well, Liv, I'm so excited for today's episode because for the first time, we're actually gonna be interviewing two guests. But first, um, we always talk about a current event, so let's get into it. So today I came in thinking that I wanted to talk about the Equal Right Amendment, which of course recently passed in Virginia. Virginia became the 38th state to approve the amendment, which was awesome. Of course, awesome, which was a symbolic victory for those who for generations have been pushing for a constitutional guarantee of legal rights, regardless of sex. But then the Grammys happened. And you and I were watching the Grammys, and we had a great conversation, and I just wanted to carry some of that conversation yeah. into today's episode. Yeah, I remember, you know, one of the major things was when we were watching um, the red carpet, and they were, you know, interviewing the different celebrities. Um, they interviewed Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, who are dating. And first they talked to Blake, and they said they were asking all these questions about his music, um, you know, all his, his successes, his inspiration, like where he was when he first heard his song. And then they turned to Gwen, and all they asked her is, so, how has Blake helped you? And, and we were both we were, just, we were just like, <laughs> what? Like, it's 2020, right, you know? Right, and she is such an accomplished yeah, she's Grammy and, and she noted later, singer. she has three Grammys, right. and none of her music was discussed. Right. And speaking of Grammy-nominated singers, let's talk about FKA Twigs mm-hmm. and the Grammys... Yeah. Their tribute to Prince, which props to Usher. He, his voice and his moves, his dance moves were amazing. But I was really disappointed when I saw FKA Twigs mm-hmm. reduced to a side act. And all she did yeah. was pole dance. She didn't sing yeah. in the tribute at all. I mean, your thoughts? I, I was just confused again. Like, I, she, again, she's Grammy nominated. Right. Why was she just on the sidelines dancing? Right. We both love, yeah. love her and yeah. we're waiting for her to sing. Yeah. And I think the point here is just to have the conversation. And that's yeah. what we do with each other. You check me, I check you. And as mm-hmm. we see things, we call it out and we question yeah. it and we talk about it. And I think that's so important to disrupting the gender bias in our world. So, um, so on to inspiring yes. guests. So today we have two guests, um, Trevor Crow Molyneux and Jill Fitzberg, co-hosts of the Trevor and Jill Talk Show, a live streaming talk show about design, style, philanthropy, and human interest stories, and hot topics. But both women have actually have two careers. Trevor, who has an MBA from Harvard, is also a business performance and executive coach at Trevor LLC and author of Blending Families. Jill is also the co-founder of the Foundation for Gender Equality. Wow. That's a lot. They actually may be more than two careers. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to Confident, ladies. It's awesome to be here. And we call each Thank other you. out on everything. <laughs> cool this, yeah, <laughs> perfect. So this is actually pretty exciting. And I first want to say, Jill, you reached out to me, which is I so did. cool. And this is the power of LinkedIn. And you basically said, love what you do. We need to talk. And here we are today talking about your amazing work. 
Um, so let's just start about with each of you. Kind of, our listeners love to hear about different stories, your backgrounds, mm-hmm. and how, what led you to your current career, and what led you to the launch of the Trevor and Jill talk show. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll start with fear of failure. You started out with, you know, this is what you're doing, and be confident, girls. And the reason why we're doing Trevor and Jill talk is it started it with a radio show that I did, mm-hmm. and I remember. A friend of mine said, what you say, because I'm a therapist, is so interesting. Maybe you should say it on radio. And I was like, that scares me to (laughs) death. And I literally woke up one morning. I'm I'm like, you know, my New New Year's resolution is to get up and do something that scares me every day. Mm. And that's how I started the radio show, which morphed into Trevor and Jill Talk. Well, that's a great New Year's resolution. Right? (laughs) Great result. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. What about you, Jill? Well, as far as the show, I was a huge fan of Trevor, both as a friend and the professional work that she was doing. And I love listening to the show. And I kept, I got like a little more, edged my way in there. And then we started having the conversations together. And I think that we've just had um, such an opportunity to meet so many amazing, interesting people. And we want to bring them out to everybody. And it, it covers, and, and, and things to do, and, mm-hmm. and places to go, and all that too. But the guests that we've met, the people mm-hmm. that are doing incredible work, or fascinating work, or reinventing themselves or having conversations like you two Mm -hmm. we want to share them and we want to have everyone's uh, back and bring them sort of the best opportunities that might you know that are available that might be important to them right or just interesting right that's so awesome Mm -hmm. now you told me before we went on air the story about how you first met can Mm -hmm. you tell our listeners (laughs) so um Jill and I have daughters who are the same age, Amanda and Olivia, so I haven't lived too. <laughs> and uh, we found ourselves stuck together in a car bringing these girls up to summer camp, and we talked Long for ride. six hours <laughs> each way. Well, so by the end, we're like, okay, we got to do something <laughs> Well, you know what they say, if you can survive the six-hour camp ride together, yes, then... Yes, exactly. <laughs> because survive and thrive. Like, the girls yes. are like, a mom? I'm not leaving And we really didn't know each other before that, but we found, mm. I think we found this commonality mm. of... Mm being so interested in uh, so many things, again, that can make a difference in your life in -hmm. many ways. So it was fun. (laughs) Yeah. And back to, you know, over about your talk show, like Mm -hmm. what has been your favorite interview? Like, you know, what are other, and what are some examples? (laughs) Well, I don't want to hurt any of our guests. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about a couple interviews that you've done. Couple I think once I, we didn't get to actually talk to her much, but Lauren Hill, I've always been mm-hmm. such a huge mm-hmm. fan. We got to meet her. We've had some. Talked to her a little bit. Yeah, Everclear. I'm not going to say Alex's name right, but he was so brilliant and just right. thrilling and inspiring. Um, I loved when we spoke to the authors that wrote. So I don't know if you know that F. Scott Fitzgerald yeah, and Webb, Zelda, they lived yeah. in Westport for a short oh, time wow. and they had this wild life with on Campo Beach that wow. the stories were great. Oh, he oh, took yes. us on a tour. We filmed yeah. the whole thing and heard all these wild that. stories. Yeah. That was really fun. I mean, that's just pop coming to mind, but yeah. I think yeah. I've liked everything. Actually, some of the ones I like the best are just the two of us dishing kind of how mm-hmm. you two just yeah. were. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I wish that I had a lot of on mm-hmm. tape, but we've, we've talked yeah. about before. <laughs> Too yeah. so. Well, one of the videos that we've gotten a lot of traction on is well, mm-hmm. a friend of ours um, remarried her ex right. after 14 years oh, of being apart. Wow. And I'm a marriage therapist. I do a lot of couples work, and to me, that is such an incredible story right. of yeah. reconnecting. And it was and so romantic. It was, and it turns out that it's not that uncommon. Yeah. So she had. So <laughs> it turns out that yeah. she had several friends mm-hmm. who had done this as well. Oh. So that was kind of interesting. So we've covered. 
all sorts of things from health issues mm-hmm. to, you know, just fun kind of yeah. fashion issues to to uh, relationships a lot. Mm-hmm. And then to some pretty serious things. I think the other thing that we do well is we put events on. So mm-hmm. most recently we put this mm-hmm. event on Surface, which is a showroom in Westport, mm-hmm. which is really compelling. It's beautiful. They have rock form- formulation. I don't even know how to say it, what right. they do with their kitchen counters and their showers. So we it's brought exquisite. in a whole bunch of... Um, cooks, well, chefs, a couple of chefs did demonstrations, and we had people, all different types of vendors. Designers, vendors. Oh, so yeah, awesome. That was really cool. fun, and, yeah, and yeah. really things that you don't see up here very often, right. so that Sounds was really awesome. fun. So again, we're kind of uh, all over the place, but yeah. in our mind, what we're doing is kind of bringing you things that it might be just, again, what amuses you, what interests you, what helps you, or really might make or a difference in your life or in what a serious lifts way. You up, yeah. Which right. I think our world exactly. needs yeah. more of, yeah. so yeah. that sounds amazing to me. Yeah. Lots so, of things, too. So, yeah. as, you're, as you're doing these interviews, mm-hmm. um, it can, is a good segue to today's theme, which is to question with curiosity, because mm-hmm. the best leaders are always asking questions, not only to elicit information, but also to help others better understand the issues and I've listened mm-hmm. to several of your mm-hmm. shows and you do that very well so can you kind of talk about that like how do you interview how do you ask questions how do you ask questions with curiosity mm. I think it's just off the top of our heads but I will say Trevor posts she always finds the best things to post and she posted something today <laughs> about how um, really one of the best uh qualities of being a leader and asking questions is empathy so I think it's exactly what you're saying Mm -hmm. is being able to listen with an open mind. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the biggest things that I do in therapy, especially with couples, is if you're able to come to the other person without getting reactive Mm -hmm. about what they're saying, Mm -hmm. because we are going to bring our own baggage into almost every conversation. But if you can come to a place of like, tell me more, Mm -hmm. let me understand, ask further deeper questions to get really a full understanding of what you're looking at, and there's a wonderful new book called Wait What? And my stepdad sent it to me. I love this. And one of my New Year's resolutions was to ask better and more questions. Mm-hmm. And some just is even that, subtle, Is it a subtle hint? <laughs> it's, you know, this sort of teen thing of like, wait, what? is actually a great thing because mm-hmm. it's saying, wait, slow down. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't understand the question fully. And then what? Tell me more. Right? I love your New Year's resolutions, by the yeah. way. Yeah. And speaking of asking questions, um, Trevor, I uh-huh. read and am very curious about your diverse educational background. <laughs> a lot of which it includes a BA from Wellesley College, mm-hmm. a BS from Parsons School of Design, mm-hmm. and an MBA from Harvard Business School. Mm-hmm. Wow. What like led you from one degree to the next, and how do they relate to your current career experiences? Um, oh, I also have a master's in marriage and family. Oh, therapy. my goodness. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's more. Yeah. But I think this is so great because yeah. young women need to know there's no yeah. one right path. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's one of the most important things. And I remember hearing a long time ago, you're going to probably have three or four or eight careers. So wow. get an education that gives you that yeah. sense of like, how do I ask those questions? Or multiple educations. And it started out because I love design. And then when I was doing design, I was realizing that I was talking to couples in their most intimate places in their homes. And I could see problems already. But right after that, I ended up getting an MBA. I got in sort of surprisingly. And I was like, okay, if Harvard takes me, I might as well go. Yeah. So that was really awesome. And I took time off to have kids. And then when I went back, I was like, this is going to be hard to have a really serious full-time, like in the city commuting kind of job. So what can I do that I know I will be purposeful to me? I had married into a blended family and there wasn't a whole lot of literature on it. 
And how do, you know, how to make a little bit of money? Like, it's just something mm-hmm. that I could feel good about. So that's where we got the other masters. And it, yeah. it actually all kind of works together. Yeah. Um, not that I do a lot of interior design, but I... <laughs> You know, even with the surface event, we get to talk about right. stuff and like why something looks really good. But in the end, for me, I think the question is, does it really matter? Mm-hmm. So if you find something that really matters to you and is purposeful, you'll do well at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such an incredible story yeah. because not only does it show that there's no one right path, but also mm-hmm. that you can't necessarily anticipate what you'll be doing yeah. because the mm-hmm. world is changing and mm-hmm. needs are changing. And like you said, you mm-hmm. married into a blended yeah. family and realized there weren't enough resources for blended families mm-hmm. families and voila, there goes a career yeah. inspiration. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really an incredible yeah. story. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, and Jill has done some really cool stuff. The, the uh, Foundation for Gender Equality yeah. really has grown out of a lot of the work that Jill was already involved with prior to, and even with some of the events we did together, you were always right. Like, yeah. So tell us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, she's asking questions. She's asking questions. I feel bad because I only have one degree. <laughs> 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 I've, gotten, I've gotten used to. Um, so I guess for me, I, I I always go back to that. I think it came from being as a young child. I hated bullying, seeing bullying more than anything. Like mm-hmm. it broke my heart to mm-hmm. see someone teased back a long time ago now. And I, I, I got very involved with the Center for Family Justice in Bridgeport, which uh, really helps uh, victims of domestic violence and abuse, which to me is the worst bullying. It's an incredible yeah. organization. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and I hate inequality of any type. I mean, I just yeah. hate it. I, this is just my thing. Mm-hmm. And so I saw so much in th- that way and then so much with, with women you know, all the things that they've experienced. So I got involved there. Um, my husband and I did an event at the United Nations that um, turned out to be this enormous day of advocates and allies for gender equality and included, mm-hmm. wound up, you know, I started calling people and writing people. And I guess because it was there, I had access to some of the best, most incredible, like, her- heroes, mm-hmm. heroines that you could find. Yeah. And so that sort of started me, then I was so inspired by their courage, by their initiative, yeah. by, my goodness, some of them risked I their lives. so much. It was incredible. Day. One of my favorite speakers was Abby Wom- Oh, oh, we love Abby Wambach. Yes, she was great. Goosebumps. You talked to her. You were she on stage with her. It was oh so God. cool. She was great, so but cool. the, the, there was a lot of celebrities, but there were a lot of people mm-hmm. you've never heard yeah. of that are the ones that yeah. literally risk their lives. Sure. Right, yeah. right. You know, there's yeah. this... And um, fighting every day. Yeah. Yeah. There's this Pakistani woman like Roya woman. Maboub. She yeah. is the first person to introduce the internet to Afghanistan wow. and to girls back in the day, maybe eight yeah. years ago yeah. or so. She was time person of the year. Re- threats on her life every day. Yeah. She is now... I mean, they are... F- she, her work is flourishing. It's still, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of right. risk to what she does. Or Sharmino Bayad, who, if you've ever heard of this documentary, Girl in the River... Uh, about honor killings in Pakistan, she spoke. She was probably the best speaker of the day. So people yeah. like that, you know, you meet and you see the level. I mean, and there was all kinds of levels of gender equality discussed. So, anyways, that got me like <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. I've got to, I've got to go with this and wherever I can yeah. promote this, raise some money for it, raise awareness, and connect people. Which it's is very where I, I think that's yeah. what I like to do the best. That's very inspiring. So. Yeah. So tell us, with the foundation, I know that you're involved with the Tech Up for Women mm-hmm. program. Can you tell us more about that? I think that sounds like such an incredible program. So um, so Tech Up for Women is a conference that was started by a neighbor of mine, and um, it it has just a great agenda of kind of what's new in technology that can help women in their careers and to inspire them. And so we connected on a give back where um, we give 
um, money and awareness again and of a platform for people who are giving technology skills and training to some um, basically women and girls who are coming from some of the most difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So quick example, uh, another uh, person that's a hero of mine, her name's Jessica Hubley. She started this thing called Annie Cannons in San Francisco. And uh, so victims of trafficking, survivors of trafficking and domestic violence, they train them to become coders, software developers, even entrepreneurs and start their own company. And so we've amazing. helped fund that, for example. So it's so a so, skill that yeah. is I mean, a lifeline. That's the key. You know, all of these things uh, you can fret and discuss and hold a sign and all that. But now you've got to take it to the next place. So how do yeah. you do that? So these are all everything that we are backing in this is a very practical solution to help uh, women and girls uh, go forward. And this is what makes the difference and keeps them from going back yeah. to that situation whenever possible. So we fund a few different organizations right. on that. So tell us, before I forget, where, mm-hmm. to find out more about the Foundation for Gender Equality or the Tech Up for Women program, where would our listeners so go? So it's two websites, foundationforgenderequality.org, techupforwomen.com, and that will also link to us. Perfect. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's like, that whole journey is so inspiring, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, you've lived a life of service, um, truly. Um, and for both of you, like, there's so much need in this world, and with all your different um, uh, degrees and everything, <laughs> how how did, how do you choose? Like, at, you know, I'm, you know, a junior in high school, like, I'm just <laughs> about to start on that path. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do you choose mm-hmm. what to really, you know, get involved with? Mm-hmm. I think, again, finding your purpose and things yeah. that really create some feeling of emotion in you, it, even, mm-hmm. even if it's just fury, like yeah. human trafficking, that yeah. I, I just brings everything up in me that I can possibly yes. think about. So I think that's where you start with, which yeah. is what means it's something to you, you know. And again, back to does it truly matter? And if you build your life around that, but it did, that that's not to say that we all have to work and you can't just sit around going, I'm going to manifest, the, you know, no more <laughs> trafficking, all that stuff. But it, it means rolling your sleeves up and going, yeah. where can I where can mm-hmm. I use what I have and really contribute to the conversation and to the move and the change? And that's what like, right, if a purposeful life, yeah. when you go to sort of end it all, you're able to look back and go all right, I did these things. This made a lot of sense to me. I feel really good about this. I wouldn't, I'm glad I did that and not that or whatever it is. I think that's what you're going to do yeah. in your life and yeah. feel good about it. And it'll change. Yeah. yeah. Different things happen, who you meet, yeah. what you learn, and certainly the, the needs will change over time too, but it's all good. It's <laughs> all good. I mean, I didn't have any yeah. of it's these. All good. It's, it's all good. sisterhood. It's all good. About uh, yeah. most of the things that I'm so obsessed yeah. and devoted with now, yeah. it wasn't even on my radar screen. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think one of um, I'm listening to. I do Audible books all the time, and there's um, this sort of. Oh, uh, what's her name? Julie Gottlieb. She's some someone to talk to, or maybe you should talk to somebody, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm, a really yeah. great book about therapy. And she's a therapist, which is really fun for me to read. But she tells, well, there's an essay out there called, well, maybe you'll go to Holland. And what happens is sometimes in life you get sort of handed something you're not expected, like blended families. Mm-hmm. This woman in this particular book um, ends up with cancer. She's just going to have a much shorter life. So mm-hmm. she's, instead of going to Italy in her mind, she's now, the plane's going to bring her to Holland, which is going to be a different life. So how yeah. do you adapt to whatever it is yeah. that you're given mm-hmm. and make it a joyful, purposeful experience? Mm-hmm. And I think whether it's education or not, or a support mm-hmm. system in a loving family, how you cope with that is who you are, right? That's your character. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's, that's I love yeah. that advice. And yeah. I hope that you follow that advice and follow your passion, because yeah. I do no, think that's the key to a yeah. fulfilling life, mm-hmm. is, fi- is finding those passions. 
Um, so I'm curious, because both of you are such well-rounded leaders. We've talked about the many different hats and degrees. Um, what's the best leadership advice you've ever been given? I'd say care about the people that you're mm-hmm. with and make them feel safe. Right. And Mm -hmm. if you're going to help lead people to be the best they can be, Mm -hmm. then you have to show that you care about them and that they should take risk and that you're going to support that risk and you're not going to humiliate them in any way, that you're going to give them a space and a place to say, yeah, this is what makes me feel good. I'm going to try this. You support that or you help them with, you know, hopefully constructive criticism to a different place. So I think Mm -hmm. being a leader is all about being um, attuned and caring with boundaries um, about the people that. Are working with you. Great. And I, I was probably echoing this not as eloquently, but I think being authentic, I think people can see mm-hmm. right through it when you're mm-hmm. not. And if they feel that you truly care mm-hmm. and you're walking the walk yeah. for what you're asking them to do, mm-hmm. that's a huge difference uh, for anybody that's involved. So that, and of course, a lot of energy yeah. <laughs> and initiative and, and be willing to be creative and I think be willing to be flexible. Which, which I can confirm that both Trevor and Jill have lots of energy. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to move on to a new feature that we, mm-hmm. feature that we have on our uh, podcast mm-hmm. now, which is a question from the audience. Uh-huh. So all the listeners, you can actually submit questions that uh, we will read and ask the people that we're going to interview. So this was submitted by Amanda D., who's a senior at Sacred Heart University. As a woman in media, has your outlook changed on this field and the gender roles displayed in it? What is your advice for a young girl who wants to break into fields of radio or television? Yeah, it's definitely changed a lot. And back in the day when we were watching TV in the 80s and 70s, it never occurred to me to think about gender roles. Mm -hmm. And now, especially because I've spent so much time with Jill, (laughs) you know, it's really made me think about things. So the cool part is things are changed so much. I'm not sure radio or television will be what they, we think mm-hmm. of them yeah. in the old fashioned right. way. So that right. in itself, yeah. we're on a podcast right now. Right. We yeah, do a live yeah. stream show. So all of that is, is morphed and changed and opened the gates up and allowed women to have voices and stories and a much deeper um, sort of availability right. mm-hmm. to media itself, which is really exciting. So I feel like it's wide open. I'm not even sure how it's going to look. <laughs> What do you think, Jill? I think it's going to be better, but I think that right now there's a lot of hideous misogyny, like you were discussing before on the Grammys. And there are a lot of places like the Gina Davis Institute that measure uh, the amount of role models, Mm -hmm. the amount of roles women have, et cetera. Mm -hmm. It's still lagging behind a lot. Um, You know, you can argue whether or not Greta Gerwig should have been nominated for Little Women. And is that a case of, is that, you know... Do you want to nominate her just because she's a female, or did she really deserve to be? Yeah, I don't know, right. but there is still a real lack of um, 100%, yeah. of equity. equality, but it is changing, and I do think being able to create more platforms for yourself mm-hmm. is going to, to make that a little mm-hmm. better. As far as breaking into it, um, I would, I mean, I, I advise this for everything, and I think this is one thing, mm-hmm. network Yes. <laughs> network, yes. network, mm-hmm. network. Talk to everyone. Be out there. Try everything. Go to everything. You really never know the day that the mm-hmm. thing that's going to happen is to make a difference for mm-hmm. you. So that's why we look like we have a lot of energy. Maybe you have energy, but I think um, that's where you find mm-hmm. your opportunities. That one day that you didn't feel like going, you didn't feel yeah. like brushing your hair <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and changing on of yours, but and then that's the day. Right. I think that's great advice for young women is to network. Yeah. Get on LinkedIn. Yes. 
Um, and maybe the, the the number of women in radio and TV are fewer, but they are out there. I mean, you're yeah. out there. You've got Anna Z on Star 99.9. It's growing um, rapidly. You can yeah. reach and reach out and network mm-hmm. with these professional women and get the experiences to, mm-hmm. to, to, to mm-hmm. and persist. I mean, right. the, the numbers are fewer, but... You know, we, I'm we, confident <laughs> in this generation. <laughs> I, am, I am too. I think I think yeah. it is changing. I just don't think it's there yet right, by any right. stretch. But it is changing. It will keep changing. Mm-hmm. And I do think, mm-hmm. like Trevor says, all these all these new platforms give us more opportunities. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie Bombshell yet. Mm-hmm. I, I'm Maybe looking either. forward to it. The uh, mm-hmm. Roger Ailes book mm-hmm. uh, movie. Excuse me, um, Gretchen Carlson. Uh, Etc. <laughs> but it's it's so it's so rough what women have had to do to get mm-hmm. to this point, and now it's just a matter of yeah. you know who where's the power being held, who's making the decisions, why why are women stuck in these exact like there was a, a look that they right. had to mm-hmm. get for right. bombshell for the, each of those women, so. That's changing, but it, as Jill's saying, not fast enough. But your generation, <laughs> I do believe, are going to be higher up, making more executive decisions. There will not be the same stereotypes that have to be mm-hmm. held in this yeah. rigid standard. Right. Yes. Right. And by the way, I haven't seen Bombshell, but I just finished the morning show mm-hmm. with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. and I highly recommend it. It's so good. It's excellent and thought provoking, and mm-hmm. it's a must see. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Reese Witherspoon, she's a perfect example mm-hmm. of a woman with a lot of power, bringing stories written by women, mm-hmm. directed yeah. by right. women to the screen, yeah. like the Big Little Lies. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot Agreed. of her properties, but she's yeah. already at that level. But it's getting better. Agreed. But. <laughs> okay, so sadly, I could, this brings us to the end of our podcast because I think we could continue talking <laughs> with you ladies for a long, long time. But we always end our podcast with three standard questions we ask all of our guests. And the first is, what are you obsessed with right now? Well, I would say besides everything because I wanted that. To, <laughs> I wanted our tagline to be obsessed with everything, but mm-hmm. I think I got the. Oh, the you next. actually have a section on your website called obsessed. obsessed. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so many things interest me, but one particular thing that interests me, and this is because I did this at the Tech Up for Women show, but now I'm really interested in this is wearable tech, because. Mm-hmm. Um, Clothing, it, it's so I love fashion in a lot of ways as an art form, as a practical form, and now uh, clothing is becoming um, technologically advanced in ways that are going to help people with health issues. Oh, that's fascinating. In yeah. ways that are obviously mm-hmm. making the world you know, more sustainable, more important, and then just in even in fun ways. Right. Technology. Did you see the person this. at the Grammys whose hat opened up? Yes. With the push of a button. Yes, but oh, Billy my Porter, dress right? was Billy better. better. Yeah. I'm sorry, the dress was better. The technical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm obsessed by ballroom dancing yes oh, oh. haven't so, heard that one before I know right? <laughs> so I grew up I was a competitive figure skater so there's a lot of commonalities around competing and you put on this dress and all the makeup and all that you're coordinated and you know, <laughs> so I try I love it but on a deeper level I feel like especially in our culture we've lost dancing together mm-hmm. touching coordinating steps together and as a couples therapist I think it's such an important piece of communication to be a leader, to be a follower, to know uh, the choreography and the music and moving together. And we've lost that. Like once upon a time, my parents, my dad, well, he met my mom and was a good dancer, and they, that mm-hmm. kind of was the beginning of their attraction. And and that's what people did. They went out yeah. yeah. to the dance hall. Oh, that's so, so fun. That's so such a fun, fun obsession. <laughs> so, yeah. Who do you consider to be the greatest leader of all time, living or historical? Oh, I have to tell you this. So I saw this question. So I'm like, oh my gosh, who should I pick? I mean, I don't even know how to start. So I type in, you'll love this. I type in top leaders of all time, complete men. 
There's not one woman on the list. Mm-hmm. Two of them, and I'm like, okay, I get it, you know. But some of them were not even at yeah. all yeah. ethically mm-hmm. or morally, whatever. So yeah. I, I can't say who I think's the greatest of all time, but I will say right now, the ones inspiring me are for sure um, RBG, oh, and I love uh, Jacinda Arden from New Zealand, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, I yeah. like Nancy Pelosi strength. I, and I like Angela so Merkel. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a, Do you have one? Uh, all of them. But I mean, of all time, it's hard to say. Yeah, right. Yeah, to say. But there yeah. are so many great. Ones, but, was, but I want to hear. We need to. We need to impact that Google list. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then when we I looked up women, I looked yeah. up the top women leaders, and all of them were kind of current. It was. It was like. Yeah. Uh, uh, top women in politics today. Yeah. Top right, women, yeah. and I'm like, but right. it didn't go back. And what right. about? Ex- well, if we look yeah. at Queen Elizabeth or Queen yeah. Victoria, right. I mean, it was colonialism, yeah. and they did some really terrible things in the name of the crown. Harriet so, Tubman, maybe Susan yeah, Anthony, maybe, so, but they're yeah. nowhere to be yeah. found yeah. on these lists. Right. Yeah, that, that is a great list, though. Mm-hmm. And the last question here: If you could have any superpower, mm-hmm. hmm, what would it be? <laughs> Well, she probably wins Dancing with the Stars. Uh, <laughs> I would say reading people's minds. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's a good one. Oh, God, mine was going to be too, you know, cheesy <laughs> after that. There's no bad superpowers. <laughs> but then I'm not really sure I'd want to know. There was a movie like that. It's very point. There was a movie where you could, the woman read mm-hmm. everyone's minds. Although, as a, therapist, <laughs> as a therapist, one would think that if you're going to sit down in my office and talk to me and pay, pay me, mm-hmm. you're going to tell me the truth. But apparently, mm-hmm. I have found over time that's not always the mm-hmm. truth, which is a really fascinating process, that is, too. That mm-hmm. So you're passing on the superpower, job? No, I'm not passing, but I, I guess it's just <laughs> it's just probably what most people would think. I wish that everybody in the world could feel um, you know, loved and taken care of and mm-hmm. that their life yeah. was worth living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good Because yeah. I just think, again, it goes yeah. back to, you know, I used to make my kids, I used to spin the globe on, on our desk and say, put your, close your eyes and put your finger down. You know what your life would be like here. You know what your life would be like here. Not in like trying to be, you know, you know, you know see how lucky you are yeah. kind of way. But just to say that so many people, and it doesn't, doesn't mean you're where they live, don't have that opportunity. Right. Okay, so that thank you so much. That brings us to the end of our podcast, and I want to thank all our listeners today. And I just want to say we we really appreciate all the feedback we're getting. Um, a company named Seox actually recommended our podcast on LinkedIn, and even offered Olivia a job upon graduation. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And also, we appreciate um, all the different comments and suggestions. And I have to give a special shout out to a dad, Rob Toffee, who has given us some great suggestions um, on the on the podcast. And hey, can we ask you a favor? If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and share it with a friend. So just to close, I'm Sherry. And I'm Olivia. And we hope that you feel more confident after today's episode.